Welcome to Tactically Acquired. Our goal is to document military-connected living history in a fun and easy environment. We will capture the stories of our active duty, guard, reservists, veterans, ROTC, and their families, sharing their stories, adventures, and journeys across the military life cycle. The podcast is for anyone interested in joining the military, has been part of the military, or wishes to learn more about military life. In addition, we want to bridge the growing military-civilian divide through education. This is unfiltered, meaning we'll go over the good, the bad, and yes, maybe even the ugly of being a military-connected individual. I'm your host, Rusty Martis, a retired Air Force Mustang and OEF veteran, and I run the Veterans Resource Station at North Kentucky University. Well, today I want to welcome our special guest. He is a NKU student, and he is also in the Army. Yes, sir. <laughs> and ROTC, correct? Mm-hmm. Correct. Uh, we'll get into that in just a little bit, but first to get started, can you just please state your name and the branch of service? My name is Nate Walther. I'm in the so I'm in the United States Army, so that's uh, the ROTC as well as National Guard, so at the same time. I'm a student here at NKU. My major is International Studies, minor Psychology, and I'm a sophomore. First, why the army? Why did you choose that? Well, so it's honestly, it's it's not as deep as I'd like it to be. It's more of a originally it was really convenience because yeah. what what originally happened was my junior year of high school. I I uh, after after so it'd be before my senior year, that summer. I was kind of looking at like opportunities after high school. I was like, well, what the heck do I want to do really? Yeah. And then the Navy got to me first. Like like <laughs> I mean, they were there at uh, they were there at school and I gave the guy my number. Then eventually he texted me. I was like, okay, I mean I'll talk to this guy. We'll see what it's about. And then they were really hyped me up about enlisting in the Navy and all that stuff. And I was open to it. I thought, yeah, this is pretty cool. Like there's some mm-hmm. cool opportunities here. But they really wanted me to like to really just get that process going. Like they they like I got walls of text from one of the recruiters going, This is why you need to to come down here and enlist, we can do it today and all that stuff. And I was just like, hey, slow down, slow down for a moment. Because <laughs> they can what what part of high school were you your senior in high school? So then? I was a junior. Okay. Junior. And then it was going into that summer, gotcha. right before okay. senior pretty gotcha. much. Yeah. yeah. And so they really wanted me to like get down to maps, which is where you do all your in processing for swearing in and all that. And they said, Hey, we can do this real fast. And I almost did it, but I decided really against it more out of just, uh, I guess, caution and more of just, like, I haven't looked at college at all. Like, it's, it's a really big life decision to make mm-hmm. when, I, when I haven't really looked at much, you know. Yeah. So I, I held off on that, and, you know, I got to my senior year of high school, went through with that. And uh, afterwards, uh, I then just decided to go to NKU because it was, it was the closest and just uh, uh, money-wise, I think it's, it's very, you know, it's a, it's a good price comparatively to going to other Absolutely. universities, which are quite expensive and uh you know i looked at like navy rtc and stuff but that was up in miami and ohio and i was like well i mean it was it was a whole process so i said you know i'll just go to nku first semester see see what's happening and all that stuff and that's what i did and uh, i enjoyed it but i was i felt as though i was missing something like there was because in high school i was in march band i was in wrestling so like there was kind of like a a group that i was with i really enjoyed being around and like we did a lot of stuff together and i felt that was missing i was like well I got to try to do something. I got to look for something to do. And I was originally looking to maybe do like a part-time EMS firefighter because that's what my friend uh, is doing currently here at NKU. And I looked into that and they had like scholarship options and stuff. But my coworker at Home Depot, because I work part-time at Home Depot, she was in the Xavier Army ROTC. And I was just talking to her. I was like, yeah, I mean, Army ROTC would be cool. And she's like, hey, you should like totally join it. And I was like, you know what? Why not? You know, I, I might let's as well. do this. Yeah, let's let's do it. I was like, why not? It's here at NKU, so I'm just like, I might as well try it. And so that's how I originally joined ROTC because okay. the way it works is the your 
freshman and sophomore year, you don't have to commit to ROTC. You right. can kind of just, you sign some paperwork, you get in the system a little, but and you can show up, but you're not contracted or obligated to be there. You kind of do it out of the goodness of your own heart, you know? Gotcha. <laughs> so that's what I did my... my uh, Second semester of my freshman year here at NKU. I joined it and I kind of like tested the waters. I and I I really enjoyed it. Like I really liked it. I liked the people there. I thought we did cool things. I said, hey, maybe I want to be an army officer. Like I think this is mm -hmm. very cool. So to answer the question of why army, it was really at the time kind of just convenience. It was what was available here at uh, NKU through through Xavier University, that Army ROTC, and it was a program that supported the, the best in my opinion. But, I mean, now in hindsight, I think the Army is it's one of the coolest branches in my opinion. You know? <laughs> of course. Uh, I like the Army. Right. It's cool. So it, you brought up a couple of really good points. Mm -hmm. um, one, just the the sheer nature of networking mm -hmm. and getting a, basically a recommendation from yes. one of your coworkers. Yes. It's like, you know, I'm kind of doing this. I kind of like it. You should just go try it out. Yeah. Um, another great point is that first couple of years is kind of a trial. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's really no quote unquote commitment mm -hmm. to that um, until you make that determination mm -hmm. and go for it. So you had mentioned that uh, you're at NKU. Yes. However, we don't offer a direct ROTC program yes, that's here. Correct. We have satellites. So mm -hmm. for the Air Force, it's at University mm -hmm. of Cincinnati. And like you said, Army is with Xavier. Mm -hmm. Um, truthfully, how hard is it to get over to Xavier to deal with all mm -hmm. that and then the nonsense of being uh, an NKU student? Yeah, I don't think it's that hard. Like, obviously, when I first started it, it was a little challenging because I had to make it work. I was like, mm -hmm. well, how the heck do I make this work? And it was kind of complicated because, like, I entered a little, like a week late, so some of my classes were conflicting, so I had to change that. But if if you, like, know what time the classes are at Xavier when you need to be there, it's quite easy to schedule around NKU because I commute to uh, NKU from my house. So from my house to here... At NKU is probably like 17 minutes or so. It's about roughly the same up to Xavier. So it's okay. kind of like a triangle, if right. that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So it's not that big of a deal to drive up there. Like uh, PT, the physical training we do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, it's all in the morning. And so you just get it get it out and done with in classes right after. So usually there aren't many conflicts. I don't think it's that challenging. Yes, it would be nice to have it here at NKU, mm -hmm. but obviously we, we can't have it with just the cadet numbers and all that stuff. But it's not too challenging. I don't think it's too bad. Okay, so... Mm -hmm. Just based off your energy mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and your passion yeah. for it, it sounds like you would also kind of recommend it for anybody that might be searching uh, the potential to become an officer in the army Definitely. or in the military. Like, like the ROTC, from what I've gathered from my experience, what I've been told, and what others have, like what I've seen, it is the best way to become an officer in the army because your other options are. OCS, Officer Candidacy School, and for that you have to have a degree, so that's kind of late making that decision. And then you have to go through, I think it's like 12 weeks, it's a very intensive uh, OCS, Officer mm -hmm. Candidacy School. So it's like very intensive 12 weeks where not everyone makes it through and all that stuff. However, RTC, all that is spread out over your four years in college. Right. So it's a lot less, very intensive, and I, I think it, I mean, it's, I think it's fun. You know, I, I've had a good time through it. But I, I would definitely recommend it if you want to become an officer like that's and even if you don't know even if you don't want if you want to join the army like i said your your freshman and sophomore year are non-committal so you could try it out like you could show up one day and if you don't like it you can just not come back you say hey i'm, I'm done yeah. like yeah there's no contract or obligation at that point yeah. Yeah. And, and obviously the other way is uh, through the Army is West Point. So Correct, you got yeah. your academies, you got your OCS, and then you got your ROTC. So um, I was fortunate enough to be the director of ROTC for the University of Cincinnati for the Air Force program because I was an Air Force officer. Um, and one of the things that I really loved about ROTC, and I'll be mm -hmm. open and honest with you, when I came and joined uh, the ROTC mm -hmm. program, 
I was thinking that it was going to be kind of a lower echelon in comparison to the academy mm -hmm. and what we went through through OCS or OTS in, in the military. And I was totally blown away. The, the men and women, the students that were there were more dedicated, mm -hmm. uh, were more passionate, and just were outstanding at a young age leaders mm -hmm. True. Uh, within the school system. And they grew throughout it. And they become some of the best officers. Mm -hmm. And the great thing about ROTC is you're, it's very limited to get into the academies. Um, OCS is the filler for who doesn't graduate from the academy mm -hmm. and through ROTC. ROTC is the leading commissioning source for anybody that wants to be in the military very as an true. officer. So it's a great pathway. Mm -hmm. And like you said, you build camaraderie while you're there because you guys become brothers and sisters, really. Yes. So, like these are the people, like your your uh, your peers. Mm -hmm. You're going to be working with them for the rest of your army career because they're going in right with you. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, the training aspect. How do you think the training aspect uh, going through ROTC is currently for you right now uh, to set you up to be an officer? I think it's pretty good. Uh, like the physical training, of course, that's very popular in the army. We do it all the time, PT. But I, I think uh, the classes we have—it's uh, military science classes, I think is what it's called, really—and mm -hmm. it, it preps you like uh, with leader, teaching like leadership qualities, sort of just how to be a leader, but also teaches you a lot of army tactics. Because interesting thing about RTC, uh, Army RTC in general, is that it's really folk. It, they really like tactics. Like that's what you're graded on. It's a good way, I think, to measure leadership qualities. Absolutely. But you're learning infantry tactics pretty much. So it's a little interesting because a lot of people don't go infantry at all and they'll probably never do a lot of these things ever again. But in RTC, that's what you got to study up on because that's what you've been graded on. It puts you in opportunities to lead yes, true. At, from the very beginning, right? Mm -hmm. And like you said, they build those up. Mm -hmm. So I, I am, this is more of a question, mm -hmm. uh, but from the Air Force standards, from RTC mm -hmm. anyway, our seniors kind of led the wing and so they were responsible for all activities and actions that occurred uh, really for the freshmen, sophomore, and juniors. Is Army ROTC set up in a similar mechanism? Exactly the same. Yeah, okay. so the MS4s, those are the seniors. They've been to a CST, which is a uh, cadet summer training at Fort Knox, where they kind of get evaluated for all that stuff. So they've been through all that. And once you're a senior, you get pretty much lo uh, roles in our uh, our battalion, so someone's the you know the company commander, someone's S four, which is the supply and all that stuff. And they pretty much deal with all that stuff. So they they organize everything. And the actual cadres, the actual officers, the professor of military science, they're kind of there to oversee. You know, they they're they're mostly in the background a lot of the mm -hmm. times, but the MS fours are really putting in the work and like the hours to really uh, make it all work. If that makes sense. Like oh, when yeah. we go to our field training exercise in Fort Knox, that's all that they're organizing all of that. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, they plan everything, mm -hmm. everything. and set it all up and, and do the whole nine yards. Mm -hmm. So um, what's different from Army ROTC, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, compared to Air Force mm -hmm. ROTC, is Air Force ROTC, there is no scholarship dollars quote. I'm using air mm -hmm. quotes here, and you know you can't see them. Uh, because <laughs> because uh, until you're contracted, until your junior year, there's no stipend. You're really a volunteer mm -hmm. uh, those first several first several uh, years um, and not everybody makes it through mm -hmm. and it's very competitive so only a percentage will continue on to junior and senior the army set up a little bit different mm -hmm. am i am i correct that's very correct yeah so the <laughs> army uh 
you're as long as so scholarship wise like money wise you can contract as early as freshman year Mm -hmm. so the way you contract super early is by going on scholarship so there's there's a lot of funds that the government sets out like a lot to rotcs and like and you have to apply and try out sort of for those scholarships you can start as early as like your senior year of high school start getting in contact with all the try to try out for this so yes you can your freshman year be contracted on scholarship everything paid for uh and you can all, there's all other opportunities for to become contracted. Like what I did, I'm not on scholarship through RTC. So I'm doing what's called SMP, which is Simultaneous Membership Program. It's when I can be in the RTC and the National Guard, the Army National Guard, at the same time. Now, that means that I can contract early. Like I don't have, I can contract when I'm a one or two if, if that happened. Because what usually happens if you're not on scholarship, you contract your junior year. So that's different from, uh, from uh, the Air Force is that, it is competitive in, in a nature, but as long as you are there, you put in the work, like you do decently, you do fine, you will get a commission if that makes sense. Like right. you do have to, there is effort. There's a, there is a lot of time you have to put in, but I don't think it's as competitive if that makes sense as Air Force. Well, I, I think also in the Army, again, mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong because I was an Army, yeah. <laughs> uh, but through the ROTC program, I want to jump into the National mm-hmm. Guard piece too because I think that's very mm-hmm. important. But through the Army ROTC program, once you have your degree, with graduation, after graduation, however you want to say it, you commission mm-hmm. into the Army, but you have options of correct. where you want to go. Correct. Is that correct? Yeah, so the Army, it's really nice about Army RTC is the way it works is, so your senior year, you pretty much rank order all the branches of the Army. So like there's tons of branches of the Army, there's infantry, armor, military intelligence, aviation. You pretty much rank them in order from top to bottom, all of them, which ones you'd rather be in. And then you interview branches you want to get into. That, the interview is incredibly important, which I think is unique to, to the much, Army. Yeah. yeah, the interview, that, that's very important because they get a feel for pretty much who you are in that sh- a short snippet, really. And it contributes a lot to uh, what branch you get picked for. Uh, there's other things that contribute to it. It's called the OML, which is your order of merit list. So it's just kind of your grades. Uh, what other, like, do you do extracurricular activities? Have you done extra training in the Army? How, how did you perform uh, cadet summer training? Uh, what are your PT scores? It all contributes to, like, picking your branch. But you do get a say in what you want to do. Pretty much. Yeah, and it could be active duty, mm-hmm. guard, or correct. reserve, yep. correct? That's so correct. you can go in any direction So, yeah, in active go. duty, it's more competitive because you, you, for active duty, you have to compete for it pretty much. For National Guard, you don't. Like, if you say, hey, I want to do National Guard. You'll get National Guard. Yeah. Okay, yeah. awesome. But for active duty, you got to compete for it. And so in Army ROTC, now I know you said you're a sophomore, mm-hmm. uh, but you don't necessarily have a job going into the Army at this point. Is that correct? That's correct. So if you're just going straight into Army ROTC, you're just a cadet. So okay. you're just a cadet in the ROTC. You do your ROTC things, and that's where you're in the Army pretty much. Which you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. the other piece of yes. that is you can also join, I think called SMP. Yeah, SMP, correct. correct. What it simultaneous means. membership program. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> With the, under the SMP program, you can also join the National Guard, which you opted yes. to do. Why did you opt to also join the National Guard? So I opted to join the National Guard because the thing about the RTC scholarships is they're not guaranteed. You don't necessarily know how many are available. And uh, you do ha- have to compete with other people against them. So it's not a guarantee to get them. But with the SMP, you're, if you if you go through with it, you're guaranteed to get your, your college paid for by the National Guard uh, tuition assistance. So I, I looked at my options. I said, hey, uh, 
I mean, I could join the National Guard. I get more experience if I join the National Guard. I get to do more things. And also, I get to go to, like, basic training if I want to. That's what I did, which I thought would help me in my, uh, like, Army career pretty much, going to basic training. Because not all officers go to basic training. Absolutely. They don't have to. Right. And so I said, hey, this seems like a cool opportunity, and I'm going to try to do that pretty much. Okay. Through the National Guard, you have a job that you do. Correct. Yeah. So it's interesting. So what I did, I did what's, uh, so my MOS, that's your job in the Army, since I enlisted pretty much, is 09 Romeo, which is a cadet. So I'm, I'm, it's a little it's different, and I didn't go to AIT, which is Advanced Individual Training, which okay. is what you complete after basic training. Right. That's when you get specific job training. So you get that's when you enlist, you choose what job you want to do. I just went in as a cadet, so I just did basic training, and then I went home right after that. That's because I didn't, I didn't see a need to go to AIT because I don't want to, like in, in the National Guard, I just, I want to be an officer pretty much. That mm-hmm. was what I was focusing on. I just want to be in the National Guard to get those benefits and all that's an extra experience pretty much. So I thought that was the best decision for me. And also just timeline-wise, there's a lot of benefits for going to AIT, but uh, it would set me back an entire year in, like, uh, my school oh, my wow. school year thing. So, like I said, I'll just do basic training over the summer, and I'll continue on my thing. Oh, I'm glad you explained mm-hmm. that because I didn't realize that. But you still do National Guard yes, drills. Correct. Yeah, So I am with a National Guard unit. So it's, it's kind of unique it, because usually what you can request to be sent to, like, a, like an actual unit they're doing whatever their unit things do for national guard but i'm with a uh, a reception uh unit at, at down in burlington kentucky and pretty much receptions where privates go before they go to basic training to kind of get prepped for basic training okay. or they return there and kind of like the inner the middle period before they go to the actual unit so what i do there is i i help the uh the sergeants who kind of train them and so i, I work with the sergeants to train those privates for basic training pretty much so awesome. it's kind of unique uh, setting to be in, if that makes sense, but yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Just as a comparison, the Air Force won't offer anything like that. <laughs> right? That's true, yeah. So it's, if you really want to go uh, join the military, become especially an officer, mm-hmm. um, have your school basically paid for, mm-hmm. uh, ROTC is directly an option that you can do. Yes. So you joined ROTC um, I'm sorry, you said your freshman year? Correct, so it would be second my second semester, semester, semester freshman, freshman year. year. Yes. And then you went to basic training for the National Guard immediately following that semester. Yes. Yes. Did Army ROTC kind of help prep and prepare you definitely. going into our I, I think it definitely did uh, because a lot of the things we do in Army ROTC, you do in the normal Army too. You know, right. like the PT-wise and just sort of knowledge-wise, it definitely, I'd say when I went to basic, I knew a bit more than some of the other people there. It definitely helped. It helped me prepare. Awesome. Awesome. So how was basic training then? Mm-hmm. Uh, since you already had kind of yeah. at least the idea. Now, basic training is totally different yes. than what you experienced in ROTC. Let's just be clear yes. about that. However, like you said, you had the kind of the military, quote, mindset going into basic mm-hmm. training. Do you feel like it helped you? It, I'd say it helped me, but basic training was still a uh, – it, it was kind of a slap in the face, really. It, it's because it's such an environment change. Like, you, you're going – you because, like, in RTC, it's very different, the atmosphere. Like, mm-hmm. our RTC, I wouldn't say it's chill, but I would say it's it's more uh, relaxed compared to the environments you're thrown into right. at, a, at basic. Because there's a lot of screaming at basic, a lot, <laughs> lot, lot of screaming you go through. And, and you're thrown in with just a bunch of random people. Right. Like, these people are from all walks of life. Different ages, they range from 17 to like 40, you know? Mm-hmm. It's kind of, it's interesting. You know, different uh, origins, like different countries. Like there's a lot of foreign people who go to basic training too and all that stuff. And it, it's definitely, it's definitely an experience. That, that's that's the way to say it, but yeah. Yeah. 
you, you remind me of a situation that I came across uh -huh. when they asked me about diversity. Uh -huh. um, and I was like, if anybody's joined the military, you kind of, I won't say overlook, but yeah. diversity is a little bit different thought process because the social economic status, the genders, the race, everything is just, everybody's stripped of their identity yeah, yeah. and prepped to military. Yeah, everyone starts on the bottom. Everyone starts on the bottom and you build yourself mm -hmm. up build, with yeah. camaraderie and teamwork and everything else, which probably puts you kind of at an advantage going into your next semester of yeah. ROTC. Yeah, I see. Because yeah. you went through all that. Yeah, so basic training definitely helped. You learn a lot just about the basics in the Army, which, because I, I showed up late to ROTC, so I kind of missed a whole semester of learning mm -hmm. a lot of the, the basics of the Army. So that, it definitely helped me, helped me there, I would say. And it also, I think it's good to see how enlisted life is, if that makes yes, sense, because you're going to be, as an officer, you're going to be leading the enlisted soldiers, and you're going to be working with them a lot. So I think it's really a good opportunity to be there, down there with them at basic and all that stuff to see, hey, this is this is what they're doing. And went Definitely through that does. experience like they did as well. I think that's mm -hmm. key as well. Do you have any, now that you've been through yeah. uh, that basic training, do you have any kind of tips for people that might be out there and it's like, you know what, I'd like to do it, but I'm not sure if I'm capable of doing like it. Like basic training? Yeah, for basic training. Definitely run. Yeah. I'd say run and push-ups. Learn, learn how to, like physical-wise, I'd mm -hmm. say start working on those push-ups and start running because you do a lot of them. You do a lot of push-ups, you do a lot of running. You run everywhere, if that makes sense. Like right. when you're when you're called to go somewhere, you're you're booking it. Absolutely. So I'd say that it would definitely help physically to actually prepare because the, there were a few people like we're not physically prepared for basing it. It's a really uh, hard slap in the face. So I, I think if you can physically prepare, uh, it'll help a long way. Mentally wise, like it, you just have to realize that it's going to be a lot of yelling, a lot of loud. It's going to be stressful. Like it is stressful. Mm -hmm. There's stressful moments, and you got to just accept that, in my opinion. But I think. Uh, Having good connections with your battle buddies to the people you're with, going through basic with, it's really important because they're the people who like build you up and that you're going through this with. So to prepare, like I said, like physical wise, yes, always. I mean, studying up on basic army facts also would help a lot because you you will be quizzed on them. And I think uh, probably ROTC, mm -hmm. <laughs> you're you're in great shape anyway. And you hey. said you were a wrestler in high <laughs> yeah, school and yeah. everything anyway. But I'm sure uh, ROTC at least help you put into the mindset and also the actual requirements that the Army does as far as from a physical standpoint prior to you going to basic through ROTC probably taught you that stuff. Yes, definitely. Like for ACFT, which is the Army Combat Fitness Test, we did that in ROTC and so I was pretty used to it once I got to basic. And then just, you know, uh, all the drills, like the uh, workout drills, a lot of them we do in ROTC. So yeah, it definitely helped me prep for basic, I'd say. Perfect. Anything that either you went through an mm -hmm. ROTC or through basic training or any of your National Guard experience is that was kind of a shocker to you. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, someone goes into this, just be aware this might occur or might not. Yeah, so, I mean, during basic, you're, you're going to reach, I think, your physical limit sometimes. Like, and I think it's it's kind of, it's it's weird, like when you just can't do anything else and you're just kind of at that, at that point where you're just like, you feel like you're dying pretty much. Mm -hmm. So I think... It's hard because, like, I, I went to Fort Leonard, Missouri, middle of the summer, so it was hot. Right. Like, that's another thing is you got to be learned to, like, adapt to, those, like, just how hot it was. But, like, I, I had some pretty rough moments because uh, we were third platoon, and we, in, during the first couple weeks of basics, like, we were, we were, we got smoked a lot, and smoked being the word, the word for, like, the slang for uh, corrective punishment, yeah. if that makes sense. Absolutely. Uh, and in that hot heat, you know, the, the asphalt we'd stand on was so hot that when we 
we when we went to do push-ups, like it burned my hands. Oh, wow. I'd say so that that was the suckiest physical experience I say that I had there. I mean, it's not supposed to happen, but that's what happened to me. So yeah, <laughs> just be prepared of whatever might occur yes, and whatever yeah. might happen. Now I know you're still really young into mm-hmm. your military yeah, career, very, yeah, and, and you got a huge long career mm-hmm. ahead of you. With that being said, comparing it to your freshman year of NKU mm-hmm. or even prior to coming to NKU. Have you felt any kind of changes in either from your leadership standpoint, from your mental standpoint, from your physical standpoint, because you went through ROTC in the National Guard uh, basic yes, training? Yes, definitely. Uh, I'd say mental is one of the most important things because before before basic training, really, I had not gone through mental stress like that. Mm-hmm. And I think going through basic training, like do, it, it definitely prepares you for what you could potentially face in the future. Because like in the Army... Like, you're there to fight, you know, the nations, the United States wars, which they're, they're very intense situations. And I think putting you through that mental stress preps you for the real mental stress if we ever do have to face it. And so I'd say that's one thing that definitely helped me prepare for that I did not have before. It, it can't, it can't, that, that, that's uh, one of the most important ones, I think. I love that um, answer. <laughs> also, uh, physicality-wise, mm-hmm. uh, I'd say that it definitely uh, helps because in the Army, PT scores are very important, your physical training. So always being in shape. Uh, I have to be for my job pretty much. I right. have to be. So I think that's a benefit that I'm going to see throughout throughout my life pretty much. Absolutely. Yeah. And do you feel, and be totally honest mm, yeah. here, do you feel going through that has aided you in your college life? I would say yes. I think it has. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of weird to explain, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I'd say it, it. I'm definitely better off with it because – I, it, like the Army, it teaches, in my opinion, what I learned from it is that the best advocate for, for you is yourself, which I think is a great thing to carry throughout your entire life. Because if you want something to happen, you're very passionate about something, you have to, you have to make that happen. Like you got to be the one to make those connections, to be the one to propagate that, if that makes sense. And that's what the Army taught me, I think, so far, is that like there's opportunities everywhere. You just got to find them. You have to look for them. You, know? you have to make an effort for them. And I think that's one of the things that has really helped me in my college career, career as well is, is that aspect. I love that. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Kind of Now, you talked a little bit about that you have uh, physical training mm-hmm. through the ROTC program Correct. at Xavier, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, mm-hmm. first thing in the morning, yep. right? Right and early. you got to be, be able to get up and yep. go to it. What is kind of like walk us through a typical experience throughout either a week or, you know, a month mm-hmm. doing ROTC? Yeah. yeah, so for ROTC, so Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we have PT in the morning. And so that starts usually 6 a.m. So I got I got to get up at like, what would that be like? I usually get up at like 4.50. So I like it in like 30 minutes to like kind of wake up and eat a little breakfast and I drive over. So yeah, we do PT. We do warm-up. So there's like a warm-up drill we do. And then afterwards, it kind of varies. Like the fours, they make the PT plan. Running is very popular. Like the Army loves running. Mm-hmm. Like that's something, if you join the Army, you got to... You gotta learn. Hey, I gotta run. Right. <laughs> but yeah, we do lots of runs. We do uh, mostly body weight stuff and just also stuff to prep for the ACFT, which is the Army Combat Fitness Test, to get those scores up, pretty much. So yeah, that's the the kind of the physical aspect of it. And also Monday, Wednesday, right after PT, we have our MS2 class, so that sophomore class, which is taught by one of the cadre there, Captain Esham. And he he and we go over pretty much things like like I said, leadership qualities and attributes that the Army likes and all that stuff. And that they want to propagate and also a lot of tactics we go over like recon assaults like a squad and platoon based tactics all the time and then thursday we have uh from 3 p.m to 5 p.m we have uh our lab which is where we're in uniform we're usually in the woods crawling about on the ground doing our uh, t- squad based tactics and platoon tactics there 
Oh, perfect. Yeah. And that's obviously setting you up mm -hmm. for when you go not only join the Army, but when you go between your sophomore and junior year to Fort Knox, I think you said. Yeah, the junior, it's between junior and senior. Junior yeah, senior. Yeah, so it's year. after okay. your junior. Okay, so Air Force is a little bit different. We do it between <laughs> sophomore and junior, but so Army, junior, and senior. Mm -hmm. And you go down there. Basically, it's the, like the ROTC quote unquote basic training. Yes. But you're basically doing that throughout your entire yeah. career. So you're just going down and reinforcing those uh, skill sets, yes. for lack of a better term. And once you pass that, uh, then you have the opportunity to finish your senior year in commission. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and see it in the cadet summer training CST when you go to Fort Knox. It's it's similar to basic in that you do a lot of similar things. You do the range and all that stuff. You do you do like another ACFT. But it's really focused on uh, your platoon tactics. So being like the role of like a platoon leader or like squad leaders and doing like those uh, kind of like fictitious maneuvers. It's like here's the enemy. This is what you're going to do. This is what we got a plan to do. And you get graded. It's very important because... Your grades you get at camp for your leadership in, in those roles uh, determine can determine you know what branch of the army you go into. But gotcha. Yeah. And from the Air Force mm -hmm. standpoint, we just bring everybody from every university and throw them in together and mm -hmm. mix. And it's similar to the basic training where everybody comes kind of on the same mm -hmm. equal kill. You learn to remesh with everybody mm -hmm. um, and show off those leadership skills. Is it the same in the army? Or I think so. I haven't place? been, but from what I've heard, yeah, yeah, that's what happens. So like tons of universities, they all go to Fort Knox. There's different regiments that you get mm -hmm. put in, and you get to your uh, company's platoons. And from there, people get assigned roles, and you just kind of go on with your day, yeah. It's interesting because uh, you get, like, the when you're a platoon leader and platoon sergeant during camp, uh, you get told your the schedule, like, hey, you guys need to be here, and we're doing this. But they, like, you have to make the plan of how to get there. Like, you gotta, you tell everyone, okay, this is when we're waking up. This is when we're all going to get up. This is when we got to move. And you kind of make that plan. So, yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the questions that I would have mm -hmm. coming in is, all right, I'm doing all this extra time at Xavier. Yeah. How does that benefit me here at NKU? Yeah, that's an interesting question. So I I'd say, I'd look at it the way as, I mean, this is what you need to do in ROTC. And if we had an NKU, you'd be putting in the same amount of time and just be here at NKU. Mm -hmm. So I, I would say that it's benefiting you because that's, that's your career. You want to be an army officer. This is what you got to do. And driving over to Xavier, I don't think it's a big deal. Like if that's truly what you want to do. You'll you'll make end, ends meet if that makes sense. So like yes, it would be nice to have that over here at NKU, and I think it it could be a possibility in the future. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'd say that hey, you got to do what you got to do if that makes sense. You know, absolutely. Mm -hmm. But you also get those that MST or that uh, military science mm -hmm. that that's credit hours that you can't. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. Take, right? So you're you're not doing ROTC for just nothing like for just army stuff mm -hmm. like you transfer those credits and they all count over to your credits here at nq so it's very simple the way you the way you sign up for rtc is you have to like sign a couple forms and they send it over to xavier they sign it and then you get and you're pretty technically a student at xavier and then you take those classes at xavier and you get grades for those classes and then you just request the transcripts where you transfer right over to nku and then you just boom and so, you're good to go. so yeah so rtc in my opinion it's a very good uh, gpa booster because like uh it's not hard to like get good grades in the RTC classes. Like, you just have to show up, put in the work, you know, just do what you expect of you pretty much, and it's, it's a good way to help you grade pretty much. Absolutely. That's a great point mm -hmm. as well. And it, you sound like when you started RTC, you kind of did it on your own because mm -hmm. you had a coworker kind of say, hey, you should check this out. Yes. But there's mechanisms in place at NKU that we can help get you connected yes. over to Xavier or, or or you see if you're looking at Air Force and everything like that. You're a resource if you, yes, I exactly, think, yeah. exactly. And uh, do you know how many current NKU cadets we have that are going over these Yes, years? currently, uh, one, two, three, including four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty
I think we have six. Okay. So we have six, which is better than a couple years ago when we had one. <laughs> so def- that's better than one. <laughs> yeah. But I, because I, it's kind of crazy though, because how many students we have at NQ? Is it like 11,000, 13,000? Depends on the year, right? Depends on the but year, yeah. yeah. But... Like that isn't a very small amount of people comparatively to, to what we have student body wise. Absolutely. And I think a lot of that really just stems from the program, it, it kind of like just, died a little if that makes sense so for lack of a better term because mm-hmm. it, it just lost influence here at nku and i think we're, we're in a great process of trying to build that back up with sergeant myrtle here being a recruiter for uh, national guard and helping out with the rtc mm-hmm. <clears throat> like like i said i think we have a great opportunity here at nq because there's so many students i think we just need to work on uh outreach if that makes sense trying to get the name out there that hey we're here and we're an option so because i think a lot of people just don't even know we're here that's Absolutely. one of the problems and that's and I appreciate you coming mm-hmm. on and talking a little about it and your experience with it as we try to spread the word yeah. a little bit about it. To I will say when I was at UC doing, again, Air Force ROTC, I could never compete with the Army folks. So if we ever showed up at an event together, because they walked around with a blank mm-hmm. check and said, put your name here, we'll pay your complete tuition, uh-huh. uh, which we couldn't do in the Air Force. So it's a great avenue, not only to build those leadership skills, as you said, to try it mm-hmm. out, really, but it's an avenue to get all your tuition paid for That's if true. that That's is something true. that you're sure. looking for as well. And there could option you know be a stipend i don't know mm-hmm. if you're once your contract yes. or what the, how so that yeah works, so but. once you contract which can be your freshman or junior year it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty much whenever either you're on scholarship or you're doing smp or it's just i think i failed forgot to mention but if you're not on contract or doing smp your junior year you can contract you okay. can just contract not just on scholarship but yes you do get you get 420 dollars a month and it's split in two so you get one 210 dollar check and then a couple weeks later you get another 200 dollar check what else do we need to let anybody that potentially might be considering either joining the ROTC program or joining the National mm-hmm. Guard? Is there anything else that we need to get out and information or share? Uh, I mean, I think the like the career opportunities, mm-hmm. like uh, like because the way one of the ways I look at it is like I think the Army is so cool because like you get to do like if you don't have to do like. Uh, combat stuff if you don't want to like there's there's many like normal quote-unquote jobs that you can do in the army and it's just the the benefits of being in the army there's so many like there's so many awesome benefits you get and i think a lot of people just aren't aware of this or just don't really know where to start or kind of like put off by oh it's the army uh." right you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but like i I think just kind of broadcasting those would greatly help in my opinion yeah absolutely and we'll put information Mm -hmm. down in the show notes as well and contact information also for uh, like you mentioned, Sergeant Myrtle, mm-hmm. who is kind of the liaison to the exactly. Army ROTC program, mm-hmm. and also recruiter for the National Guard. And of course, he's been on Tactically Acquired, so you can check his podcast out on Spotify as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming out today and no uh, sharing no your experience <laughs> and uh, you know talking through ROTC and both the National Guard. It was, it was a real pleasure. Yeah, my thank pleasure. You. Thank you.